Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome into a Week 10 First Take Edition on WWL, getting ready for Saints at Minnesota Vikings, a noon kickoff right here on WWL Saints Radio. After First Take, a Bud Light countdown to kickoff coming up with the Cajun Cannon, 10 a.m. And like I said, a noon start in Minnesota. We should be used to these early kickoffs by now. Um, a little bit of uh, off-the-field news, though. Obviously, first, Charlie was uh, – I woke up yesterday morning and I saw my text messages and Twitter notifications, or should I say X notifications, were kind of blowing up. And I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And saw that Michael Thomas, another Saints wide receiver, getting arrested. Yeah, the Twitter sphere was on fire. <laughs> um, I still didn't read entirely into it, but at the same time, I, I think that the latest reports were that he was, in fact, still playing and traveling with the team to Minnesota, so... Yeah, there's still a lot of news we're waiting to get uh, freshen up details on. Right now, we do know he was rest- arrested on misdemeanor charges of simple battery and criminal mischief around 7 p.m. Friday. But like you said, still able to take off with the team and fly to Minnesota and expected to play today. It's a big day for Mike D. Yeah, hopefully he takes out some of that angst and aggression yeah, there we go. on the Minnesota Vikings, uh, looks at them as those contractors annoying him. You know what, though? Uh, in, all, in, in all fairness to my T, maybe you don't throw a brick at somebody or take their phone. But like I said, we still don't. It's a he said, she said no, kind I mean, of on the details. But I get pretty mad, too, when people park in front of my lawn. In all seriousness, <laughs> though, like if you're looking at Michael Thomas specifically, I, what was it the game that he just went nuts against the Vikings? Was that the 2017 playoff game where he just owned Xavier Rhodes, the cornerback? You remember, like, the Rhodes closed or okay, whatever, right, like, the right. Vikings fans yeah. were saying? And Mike T just burned them time after time again. So I would like to see a vintage Michael Thomas performance today. That'd be really nice. No, that'd be good if it sparks uh, anything with him, with this offense. Uh, obviously, black and gold going for their fourth straight win. The Vikings going for a fifth straight, straight victory. Uh, pretty surprising when you look at all the injuries that that – uh, Viking squad has, has dealt with. What were you saying? With uh, three straight wins for the oh, Saints. Oh, three straight wins for three, the Saints. Four the, the straight Vikings for the Vikings. Are currently right. on a four-game winning streak. They started off the season terribly because if you look at you know their schedule last year, they were like ten and one in one-score games, right? And that had flipped on its head to start huh. the year. So they start off terribly. They start off one and four, and then they you know just kind of wake up out of nowhere, going to four-game winning streak, which is the longest in the NFC right now. Uh, so the Saints are obviously trying to put a damper on that while continuing their own winning streak heading into the bye. And that's what I've heard, you know, a lot of times throughout the week from, you know, Mickey and DA, how important, and even Kamara, how important it is to feel good heading into that week 11 bye. It's a huge game, Steve. Like if you, if you enter the bye week on a three game winning streak or six and four, and you're looking at the schedule ahead of you in the final seven weeks after the week 11 bye, you're feeling great about your chances. Yeah. You think about even just from our perspective, going into the bye week with a win, how different sports talk will be for the entire week. 
uh, leading up to a matchup against the Falcons coming off the bye. Yeah, the one issue is that you haven't played very well and fared very well in Minnesota. So that's you know. yeah, except for that NFC Championship game against the Vikings, there hasn't been many bright spots hey, against this. We team. got them in the biggest one. That's all that matters. <laughs> right? Like they exactly. Can, they can claim that meaningless miracle all they want. What happened the next week? And I don't know the about Bulls chant. Bulls. <laughs> oh man. Bulls. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know if uh, it's gotten to you, but this story around Josh Dobbs now, I've, I've kind of had enough of the feel-good story, and it's time to sack this nerd, put him on the <laughs> ground, and get some turnovers here. I'm sick of hearing how smart this guy is. Yeah, the let's, rocket let's, scientist. Yeah, let's take care of business against this squad, come back home with another victory, head into the bye week feeling full of confidence. Yeah, it would be great. But with Dobbs specifically, I mean, he scares you. He scares the daylights out of you with his legs. Absolutely. That's the biggest the thing, right? I mean, at the same time, when he was in Arizona, you know, Mike and I talked about this, he was running for his life a lot of the times, <laughs> and that's why he picked up so many rushing yards he right now i think is sitting at 324 for the season which is second for quarterbacks only behind lamar jackson wild right and the saints you know we talked with brooke kershaw for earlier in the week and she said that the saints give up the third most rushing yards to quarterbacks of any team you know in the nfl which is not a great matchup but at the same time if you can contain them and be really disciplined and run lanes and kind of force them to beat you throwing the ball without justin jefferson available today uh, yeah, I, I think that's kind of the key to victory, so to speak. Yeah, you mentioned the fact that the Vikings will be without their stud, Justin Jefferson, former LSU Tiger. And you kind of wanted to see the matchup against Marshawn Lattimore again, but uh, I'm not going to be crying over, you know, missing out on seeing Jefferson in yeah, action the against this team. Yeah, football, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Plus, I, I, I would have, if he was playing, my opponent this week in fantasy has him, so I'm happy that I don't have to face him either. Yeah, let Lattimore, well, and we'll talk with Mike in just a little bit, <laughs> let Lattimore stick on the rookie, Jordan Addison, and then maybe have Paulson and Debo. Is K.J. Osborne available for this game? Uh, um, I would have to double check. I think he's questionable, but um, I think they're expecting him to play in the matchup. Yeah, though. because he's kind of their bigger receiver, and right. I think Paulson would match up pretty well with them. Uh, another thing you go you look at with this matchup on defense for the Vikings, the def, we'll talk with Mike D, like you said, coming up. Uh, a former LSU Tiger and Daniil Hunter has been ripping things up. Yeah, another double-digit sack season <laughs> for him. I mean, there's only so much good – things you can say about the guy it's like been there done that it's amazing what i don't feel like he was this highly touted you know draft prospect coming out but really no, he wasn't came into the nfl and made a mark because the production wasn't there the production wasn't there in college and right. as soon as he made it to the nfl he flipped a switch <laughs> and like amazing I, I mean his nfl coaching in, in minnesota he's really become like an like a pro bowl level talent like even all pro level talent with what he's doing this season sorry he had 10 sacks in nine games Right. That is an incredible pace. He leads the NFL. So, I mean, that's he's going to be a low to hand uh to handle uh, defensively on that defensive line. Yeah, you've seen the Saints offensive line at least get better in, you know, baby steps. I feel like the last couple of weeks have shown improvement. And honestly, I think the big deal has been uh Andrews Pete at left tackle has really Correct. stabilized things. Absolutely. And I mean they went with the win now option by <laughs> taking right. Penning out and putting Pete in and like Pete hasn't played left tackle in a while. He was like 2018, 2019 or something like that. And he's been playing excellent at that position. It, it feels like his natural position, which it was out of college. And so now you have him there, and he's played really well the last couple of weeks. I mean, the most impressive performance was him against like Josh Allen with the Jaguars, right? And now you're looking at him potentially going up against Daniil Hunter in this game. I mean, that, that could be a matchup to watch because if he keeps playing really well, and can maybe slow down their all-pro-level 
defensive end that could be a really big matchup to to key in on yeah definitely a lot of pressure coming Derek Carr's way in this Saints offense we're going to get more into the Viking side of things we get our scouts notebook with Mike Dettelier coming up here on first take after the break want to hear from you on the Oakenheart Jewelers talking text line 504-260-1870 how you feeling about today's game what you got on the menu for this game against the Vikings coming back with more of first take right after the break here on WWL Saints Radio Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning. Happy week 10. Houdat Nation getting ready for a Saints versus Vikings kickoff. High noon right here on WWL Saints Radio. The Bud Light countdown, the kickoff coming up at 10 a.m. Right now on First Take, time to get into Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. Well, good morning, Mike. A heck of a game, obviously, for the Bayou Bengals yesterday. Now getting into the black and gold, taking on a Vikings team that always seems to be a thorn in the side for this squad. Uh, looking at the matchup, though, we're getting kind of lucky. Obviously, quarterback situation, uh, even the wide receiver situation. There's not going to be Justin Jefferson, and it's looking like K.J. Osborne might not play due to the uh, his involvement in the concussion protocol. I think the Vikings are leaning on the side of caution with him. That kind of leaves the tight end in TJ Hawkinson as their main target, and he's not even healthy right now. Yeah, so, um, you know, it becomes uh, the TJ and Jordan Addison show. But, uh, you know, TJ, he's a tight end, but he's really a big receiver playing tight end, to be honest with you. That's, that's what you're looking at, and that's what's coming out of the college ranks today. Uh, because the way the game has changed, but uh, huge target, six foot five, uh, tight end, great re- receiving skills, gets up and catch the football. Uh, 
and he's got 60 catches already. So uh, you can see uh, how they're going to use him. And his participation will be there. I'm not sure every down, but short yardage red zone, when you get near the end zone, that's where he's dangerous. Because, okay, there's nobody that can match up with him. You can say, well, cover him, cover him. Okay, if you're a 5'11 uh, safety or corner and you've gone up against a 6'5 tight end, you put the ball in the right place, he's going to get it. Uh, so he becomes a, a difficult mismatch downfield. Terrific player at Iowa. Uh, was the eighth overall pick of the Lions a few years back. They just could not come up with a contract uh, that basically kind of suited him. So they dealt him off. And uh, he's been a big pickup for the Vikings. And to be honest with you, uh, Steve, it's rare that a team in the same division would deal a player off. I thought that too, Mike. Yeah, that sort of jumps out at you that, you know, they couldn't find a better deal somewhere else. Uh, you got to play this cat twice a year. No, TJ Hawkinson is a big part of their attack. Again, though, he's dealing with that rib oblique injury, whatever. But, uh and sometimes I wonder about those injuries, uh, just how – because I know you got to kind of give it out to the press, but we've had way too many guys that supposedly were hurt. And they play in this game, and they play lights out. It seems like Sam Laporta has kind of worked out for the Lions, though, Mike, at least this year in his rookie season. But another rookie, the 2023 first-round pick for the Vikings, the 23rd overall pick, actually – uh, obviously, Jordan Addison, who you had mentioned, is the other half of that passing attack opposite of T.J. Hawkinson. He's well on his way to a 1,000-yard season in his rookie year. He's already at 482 yards on 36 receptions. The thing that sticks out to me, Mike, seven touchdowns already. And we've talked about this guy. He's not the biggest guy, but he's a very uh, technical route runner, and he's very savvy uh, with some of the moves that he can pull off. And he's having a really solid rookie season. Yeah, um, a little bit more than solid. <laughs> he's really played well. Uh, his route running skills, though, Charlie, are, are so good. We talked about it leading into the draft. When he was at Pitt and he won the Bolitnikoff Award and then he transferred, you know, that final season to USC, you could just see his ability to run a route, get into and out of a cut and a break so smoothly, and also set up a defensive back to gain separation downfield. And once he catches it, then he's a problem. Uh, you you got to try to make a, a play on him quickly because, man, he's shifty. He's got the ability to make you miss out into the open field. He has really, really played well as a first-year guy in this league, and um, I, I got a lot of respect for him. And what he does for his craft, he works so hard, uh, not only on the field but in the film room, uh, to watch a defensive back, to see – if there's any tip-off sign that he can get an advantage on them. And that's a pro's pro when you do that. Uh, when you have that ability at a young age that you know that you are trying to get every advantage you can on a corner, and he does it. And he was praised for that when he was at Pitt, when that USC, the coaches with the Vikings say the same thing. And he sort of is mirroring what we saw with Justin Jefferson and his work ethic is attention to detail. Boy, when they get all those guys back, 
they're going to be a rough out uh, for anybody. But today, no Jefferson. You got to beat up TJ Hawkinson. Jordan Addison's going to be a big part of their attack. And I'm just telling you, he's no regular rookie out there. <laughs> he knows how to play at a real high level. Mike, obviously worried about the mobile ability of Joshua Dobbs, but the rest of that Vikings uh, rushing offense has been pretty abysmal this season. And I know you're, you're not missing Dalvin Cook. He's not doing anything with the New York Jets. But right now, you look at this Viking squad, just 81 yards rushing per game. That's even worse than the black and gold uh, who are 104 rushing yards per contest. Uh, pretty eye-popping to see that this Minnesota Vikings uh, rushing attack has struggled so much. Yeah, and, you know, before he got hurt, man, it looked as though Cam Akers <laughs> right. uh, was going to be – man, they had just got him. Uh, it's like, okay, uh, they just sort of picked him up, and then he has the Achilles injury. It's been a disappointment uh, when you watch him play. They are not as efficient running the football as we've seen in years past. And this team really trying to turn the drink for them for years was Dalvin Cook as a runner and a receiver coming out of the backfield. And, listen, it sometimes happens. Um, you get a little bit of wear and tear, a little bit of thread come off the top, and you're not quite the same dude uh, anymore at running back. And so they parted ways, and uh, they've drafted a couple people to help them out. And they do have a one-two punch, but what I see is – there's not a lot of push up front along the offensive line. They're not giving these holes for running backs to, to get through, uh, like an Alexander Madison to be able to run it through. And they're getting hit a lot of times right at the point of attack, right at the line of scrimmage. It's been a, a major disappointment for them that they have not been able to run the football. But if you look how they're built, their offensive line is really built to protect the quarterback. And and they really were trying to protect Kirk Cousins and the, you know, and it, it just didn't work out. He goes down with an injury. Their two tackles when they healthy, it's as good a tandem as pass blockers as you'll find in the NFL. They do a great job protecting the quarterback. What I don't see, even though like Ed Ingram, who they picked up from LSU, who was a really good run blocker uh, for LSU. They have not been able to get that running game going like they want to. The wild card in this now becomes Josh Dobbs because that has been a pain in the backside to the Saints every time they've played a a mobile quarterback this year in his ability to make some yardage after, you know, everything sort of clears out. We saw Trevor Lawrence. Come on, Trevor Lawrence wasn't considered a running quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. He ran uh, 54 yards on this team. With a bad all knee. Rushing <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, it's all medicine they give him. <laughs> yeah, sort it's of a, amazing. At that stage, it's all medicine. But, you know, come on, you're not considered Trevor Lawrence a runner uh, at this stage, even though he's in his young part of his career. Uh, that That's not his strong point. And we saw it uh, last week. Same thing. Uh, you know, okay, neither one of those quarterbacks were considered runners. And yet they took off, ran with the football. You can bet your bottom dollar Joshua Dobbs is going to do the exact same thing today. Uh, you can say, well, we fixed it. 
sometimes that in pursuit of the quarterback to get a sack or a tackle for a loss uh, gets the best of you. And you get out of position, you take a bad angle, and all of a sudden these quarterbacks today are going to take off running with the football. I'm sure Florida Gator defenses were saying, well, we man, we had Jaden Daniels last night. Yeah, you had him in your sights. You just couldn't bring him down. That Listen, that's a new part of the NFL. Uh, that NFL better get used to it because this isn't going away. You look at the guys coming out of the college ranks today, most of those guys have some really strong running skills. And if you're not prepared for it, they can burn you. So that that's something today, despite the fact the Vikings don't run the football, say, real effectively uh, with their running back tandem, uh, man, Dobbs could be a difference maker. Uh, it, it, it just it is what it is on this defense today. They have really had some difficulties against guys taking off running downfield and moving the chains on them. Speaking of difference makers, Mike, we're hopping to the other side of the ball. And typically when I look at specific defenses, I'm looking at the points they allow per game, the passing yards they allow per game, the rushing yards they allow per game. With the last two weeks, I mean, the Colts gave up a lot of points. The Bears gave up a lot of passing yards on average. The Vikings are like dead middle in a lot of different stats. But one thing they are dead middle on is they have the leading sack getter in the entire NFL, and that's Daniil Hunter, an LSU product who's picked in the third round back in 2015 after spending three years at LSU from 2012 to 2014. And, man, has he made a career out of himself. He's already got, through eight years in the NFL, he's got five double-digit sack seasons, including this year where he's got ten and nine games. This guy's just, he's been incredible in a Vikings uniform, and he's going to be a lot to stop uh, this uh, this afternoon. Yeah, you take a look at his pitcher at LSU. Take a look at him today. Right. I mean, he's redefined that body. And uh, I do remember when he declared he was going to come out early, uh, he, he worked out with Henry Thomas, former LSU uh, defensive lineman, Pete Jenkins, a number of other guys, too. But uh, I, I know that was the thing Pete tried to get across to him was about that he lacked that lower body power that he, he felt he needed. Uh, take a look at him today. He was close at LSU in making sacks, but he didn't put up really strong numbers there. He has at Minnesota because – he came in, he was a track athlete, basketball player, he played wide receiver in high school, okay? Uh, so, you don't look like no wide receiver to me, uh, other than maybe D.K. Metcalf. Uh, that's the only wide receiver I would kind of compare him to. Man, Hunter's really played great when he's been healthy. He did miss one season. He's sort of been nicked here and there. But, man, he is very explosive off the snap. He has gotten much better as a technician and his ability to use his arms and hands and move counter move, almost like a chess player, sort of figuring you out very quickly on your strength and your weakness as an offensive tackle. He does a great job with it. His closing speed to the quarterback is really, really good. You don't see a lot of guys in this league that can close in on the quarterback as fast as Hunter could. But he's always been a great athlete. He's always had that great length. He's always been able to get off the snap real well. Now he's got that lower body power. And when I talk to guys coming out early for the draft or coming out after their senior year, and they're the pass rushers, 
they've worked so much on that upper body strength and their arms, and maybe they haven't worked as much on the lower body part. To me, that's where the fire comes from. It gives you that strength and that speed, and that's what Hunter's done, and he's taken full advantage of it. In a similar way, because I thought Miles Garrett had a very similar build and background, and Miles has done the exact same thing. But, man, the new Hunter, um, when he's closing in on you, you better move out of there and quickly uh, because he, he's not going to miss you. And those numbers tell the story with him. If he was playing in a New York market or Chicago or with the Cowboys, Forget man, uh, he, he'd be all over the place. He'd be on magazine covers all over the country. But because he's in Minnesota, he hasn't got the ink that some of the other top pass rushers have been able to get. No, he's a stud. <laughs> Out on that football field, he's a plain stud. Mike, one person, too, when you think about this Vikings defense that you, comes to mind, safety Harrison Smith, a guy that's been doing it forever. The takeaway numbers haven't been there this year, but overall has been a pretty impressive force for this Vikings squad. Yeah, it was funny. When Brian uh, Flores took over, Brian Brian was a guy that showed up. Man, he I think he did three years at uh, Pete Jenkins' uh, Louisiana line camp. And, man, you talk about a guy who knows his stuff football-wise. And he brought up Harrison Smith. Now, Harrison's an old pops in this business, <laughs> so to speak. He really is. He's got a little bit of age on him uh, playing that secondary. But Brian brought up his savvy, his smarts. And he said, I need a chirper. I knew exactly what he meant. Yeah. A communicator, a guy that could, can tell everybody what to do on every play. Now, you might say it's your job, you're supposed to do it. Okay, you got a lot of people at everybody's workplace, they don't know what to do every, uh, every second of the day. Somebody got to tell them. Harrison Smith is that type of guy. He, he makes sure everybody understands what they have to do on every snap. Very physical football player. He doesn't quite have, in watching him, the speed or the range that he had years ago. Man, he always seemed to be in a spot to get an interception. I think, you know, Father Time has taken a little bit away from him in that area. What it hasn't taken away is smarts. And they blitz a lot. And Smith's the guy that relays that out. You talk about a blitz-heavy team. You're not going to see a team that blitzes more than what the Vikings do. Right. They get after you. And it's coming from different angles. Sometimes it's a safety blitz, a corner blitz. Sometimes it's a blitz from the linebackers from the interior right up the middle. Uh, man, if I'm Derek Carr today, uh, I'm telling my guys, I'm getting this football out of here quick because they coming. Uh, and normally when you blitz that heavy, that tells me, you don't trust your corners. See, the Saints blitz a little bit, but don't blitz a lot. Yeah. It's almost uh, like a change of pace pitch for a pitcher. And with the with the Flores and the Vikings, they blitz almost 50% of the time. They coming at you. And Harrison's the guy that sort of sets that up because he's an extension of Brian Flores as a defensive coordinator. Man, they do a great job. Uh, what Charlie brought up of middle-of-the-road numbers, I'm not sure this team talent-wise is middle-of-the-road 
on defense. I don't think they're that good, but Brian's been able to dial up these blitzes at the right time and the right situation, and they make big plays on third down. That's where Harrison Smith has become a big part of this uh, Vikings defense now in sort of the winter years of his football career. So, Mike, since we did pick six on Tuesday, the spread has actually moved a little bit, but it's actually towards the Saints. The Saints opened as like two-and-a-half-point favorites. Now they're up to three-point favorites, and we've talked about, you know, the jump in sports betting is pretty big. When you go from two-and-a-half to three, you're like six-and-a-half to seven, so to speak, because then it's a push if you win by a field goal. Uh, but looking at this matchup, I mean, have you – I think we both actually had the Vikings plus two-and-a-half. I think we both think it's going to be a really close game. Uh, but has that kind of changed anything? I think the injuries, Charlie – because uh, the one thing, if you're a gambler, that will affect your pick is injuries. It's not who you play, but when you play them. Right. And, you know, with, with the injuries now to K.J. Osborne, and you knowing now for sure Jefferson won't play, and Hawkinson sort of beat up. And you also, the, the quarterback factor, because if Kirk Cousins was playing in this game, the Vikings would be the favorite. But you're not playing Kirk Cousins today. You're playing Dobbs. Can Josh do it back-to-back games? Okay? That's the big question. So that's why you've seen this line sort of move more toward the Saints, the injury factor and also the quarterback factor uh, with, with Joshua Dobbs. Uh, in this game, man, uh, if Cousins was playing, they'd be a two-and-a-half, three-point favorite. But he's not. you got to play who you got to play. And I think that's why you've seen this line move. Yeah, Saints fans don't want to see Dobbs lead the team in rushing yards just like he did last no. week versus Atlanta. That's for sure. <laughs> you don't. Mikey D, always appreciate the time. Get back with you more for the Bud Light Countdown to Kickoff coming up at 10 a.m. Thanks, Mike. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. That's the Scouts Notebook. You can hear that every week here on WWL. Coming back with more First Take after the break right here on WWL Saints Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Our Oakland Hard Jewelers Rolex time check. Three hours, 12 minutes till the noon kickoff in Minnesota between the Vikings and Saints. Both teams five and four. Uh, black and gold looking to get to six and four before their bye week. Feeling good about where they are currently. The NFC South leaders hopefully can hang on to that. Uh, getting into our Saints sound bank. Got in touch with uh, safety Tyran Matthew in the locker room earlier this week, and here's what Honey Badger had to say leading up to this matchup against the Minnesota Vikings. 
Obviously, you're presented with another mobile quarterback that's that's kind of you know can escape the clock and extend plays and, and do that. For you as a defense, what I guess what do you guys need to do better or correct from letting these quarterbacks gash you like they have been doing you know, pretty much all season? Long? I mean, pretty obvious. Uh, you know, we got to find a way to contain them, keep them in the pocket. Um, and then, like when we're in like zone coverages and you know different coverages where we have eyes on the quarterback. Um, you know, I think guys on the second and third level, we got to do a better job of, you know, triggering, you know, and getting them down. Why do you feel like you guys have been so successful with the takeaways so far this year? Um, I mean, to be honest, you know, a lot of times in this league, um, you know, you, you, you focus on and you get a good, you know, turnout on things that you kind of emphasize, you know what I mean? So, you know, obviously, uh, you know, last season we, we didn't have nearly as many, you know, as we have now. And, you know, I think the whole offseason, you know, all the way through camp, um, you know, our coaches have been, like, preaching that and harping that. And, you know, we've been working on different drills to kind of, you know, get us prepared to kind of take the ball away. So, um, you know, I think our coaches done a great job. How much has the addition of Joe Woods kind of made a difference, maybe even Marcus Robertson as well? Just maybe with different yeah, techniques yeah. or things that I mean, I mean, both, both of those guys are, are really good coaches. I think they're both you know, different in a sense, um, you know, Joe is more of, you know, he's all about fundamentals, technique, um, you know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't care for us kind of relying on our athletic ability, you know, he wants us to be technically sound, you know, fundamentally sound, and, you know, understand what we have to do, you know, within the scheme, um, you know, M-Rob is, you know, they only got one football on the field, and, like, that's our ball, you know what I mean, so, uh, both of them are good for us, uh, but both of those guys are definitely different. How do those mesh? Like, I mean, it, it meshes well, right? Because, um, you know, every day, you know, Joe is kind of harping on the little details, right? And, you know, after a while, it could kind of become, you know, like we get it, right? And, you know, M-Rob is usually the voice in the room that's kind of saying, hey, like, go get the ball, you know what I mean? So uh, I think both of those guys kind of balance out, you know, really well. In that same vein, does it just end up coming where you guys just are just making the plays ultimately? Yeah, that too. I mean, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we felt like we dropped, you know, a few. You know, obviously, too, you know, I missed the scoop, you know, and possibly score, you know, last week. So there's been a lot of opportunities out there that we didn't take advantage of. So, um, you know, a lot like last year where, you know, uh, we dropped a lot of interceptions. You know, I feel like this year, for the most part, you know, we're catching them. Saint safety Tyron Matthew talking about the black and gold's upcoming matchup today against the Minnesota Vikings and turnovers, man. They black and gold struggled to get them last season. It's pretty amazing to me the huge turnaround they've been ha- they've been able to have in that aspect. Obviously, a huge reason why this team has been successful this year is getting those takeaways. Yeah, you're plus eight, which is just behind Cincinnati and L.A., the Chargers, who are both plus nine. I mean, it's elite. Right, exactly. Elite turnover margin. I know you went plus five <laughs> versus the Bears, so that obviously helps. But just being positive, just being – because last year I think there were only like seven or eight teams that finished plus five or better. And you're at week ten, you're at plus eight. So if you can keep that positive momentum going with the turnover margin, you're going to win a majority of your you know last eight games that you have. That's one thing with the Minnesota Vikings. They've been able to get that pressure, attack the quarterback. Not so successful on the takeaway margin. I know, what are they, a minus five on the They're season They're minus right now. five on the season, which is kind of flabbergasting to me because in their last few games, they've either finished kind of even – and, and this is obviously during their winning streak, or right. they've actually won the turnover differential. So they must have started just very poorly uh, because at minus five, as of now, uh, it's actually tied for fourth worst in the entire NFL. Well, ho- so hopefully, we, yeah, we can get some more of those takeaways in our column, obviously. We'll listen to Deuce's keys to the game a little for bit sure. later on in the show. 
But from what Deuce said, winning the turnover margin against a team that's got a positive record and is kind of building some good momentum in their takeaway differential, which is still pretty bad. It's minus five right now. But in their winning streak, their four-game winning streak, they've either finished positive or even in turnover margin. Uh, to beat this team, you're going to have to be positive in the turnover differential. Yeah, recapping some of the people out for the Minnesota Vikings, you look at things, obviously – the quarterback situation there, you're going to have Joshua Dobbs in. There is no Kirk Cousins. Uh, the wide receiver situation, no Justin Jefferson. That's a uh, that's a huge one, obviously. It was a, a terror to the Saints in London a year ago, and I'm seeing, obviously, K.J. Osborne is not expected to play as he went through the concussion protocol, was able to clear it, but I don't think the Vikings are comfortable with him where he's at currently. And then a guy like TJ Hawkinson is expected to play, but is someone that is pretty banged up for this squad. Yeah, so, I mean... That's a lot of big names, obviously. Yeah, like the best weapon they have available is, I mean, at least healthy available, is Jordan Addison, their rookie receiver uh, out of USC, their first overall pick that we talked with Mike about. Right. At the same time, though, with your DB room and you're playing a lot of backups at that position with no KJ Osborne and no Justin Jefferson, yeah, you should have a very major advantage there. It's more about if you can get pressure on Dobbs and force him to throw some of those, as we call lollipop throws, where this DB room that has just feasted on interceptions leads the NFL in picks this season can get some takeaways off of Dobbs. Now, Dobbs has been pretty good at taking care of the ball, at least as far as not throwing interceptions. Um Still got to get that pressure on him and try and make that. I think he's at five on the season. I'll double check. Let's yeah, uh, that let, sounds right. Let's get a couple more today. We're gonna take a break. Come back with more first take right after this here on WWL Saints Radio. The final game overseas being played today. This morning, kicking off eight thirty a.m. at Frankfurt, Germany. The Indianapolis Colts taking on the New England Patriots. Right now, the Colts have a seven-three lead over the Pats. Uh, Jonathan Taylor just scored a touchdown for Indianapolis. And uh, man, oh man, you know these, you know overseas games. They just keep increasing every season. Uh, we we had what? Now, this is the fifth one this it's been year? A, yeah, something like that. Fifth or sixth. I think it's the fifth. I think you're right. Uh, but, yeah, they just went for it on fourth and goal at the one-yard line and punched it in, as you said, with Jonathan Taylor uh, to take a 7-3 to three lead over the Patriots. These I know are, in the commercial break you said they tried the tush push with Gardner Minshew. Yeah, it didn't well, work so good. I guess some kind of version of it. I don't, I don't know if it was necessarily the tush push, but Gardner tried to sneak it in on third and one and just didn't really work out for him. So, yeah, the Colts take a 7-3 to three lead over in Germany. And, you know, we had, that, we had that overseas game last year. None this year, so no super early start times, but – uh, yeah, I, I kind of appreciate that personally. That was pretty wild last season. Uh, getting to be in London, obviously a huge treat for me. But you guys, you and Jeff were here for what was it a <laughs> four a.m. pregame start? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, for me, not so bad. It was nine a.m. over over oh, there, sure obviously. Fun, yeah. Uh, getting ready for more first take coming back after the break. We'll get into more of our Saints sound bank here from Derek Carr, Cam Jordan, Alante Taylor. Also have Deuce's keys to the game. Those are always a big uh, selling point. I think you want to hear what Deuce has to say heading into a matchup for a noon kickoff. Coming up, Saints and Vikings. More after this. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 